Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right, computer, why don't you go ahead and uh, chart us a course home through the Odinian Nebula, please. Captain, I do not advise that. You know it is dangerous. And there are pirates and beasts in the space, the deep space. Yeah, computer, just maybe do what I say, please. Uh, go ahead and, uh, what are, what's with the alarms? What's going on? I did try to warn you. <sighs> Activate rigging protocols. Hello, I am Ken Brown, and as your game master, I welcome you back to the world of Riven, the Shattered Continent. Will the rest of this merry band introduce themselves? Hello there. Uh, I'm Harkos Ironjaw Pissarro, and I'm an Alakokra monk. And the world is confusing lately, but I plan to use my second chance to give everyone else theirs. And I'm portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw. The world is strange right now, but I have given my word. No matter how fate directs me, I shall stand and protect those who cannot protect themselves. Portrayed by Brad Konawa. Thanks, crew, and thank you for joining us at our table. Now, prepare yourselves for Rolling in the Geek. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Uh, people are going to think I killed my husband. <sighs> Most too regular. <clears throat> hey, guys, Nick, uh, your sound wizard here. Uh, just wanted to let you know that today's episode, uh, we do have an ad for you for our friends over at Realms of Pearl and Glory. They're an all new actual play podcast that's just getting started here. Uh, season one, Veil, is an epic mystery thriller set in New Harbor. It's a city of magic, monsters, and machines. This hilarious and heartfelt season kicks off with three episodes out now and a new episode every Wednesday after that. Uh, I got to listen to an episode of uh, Realms of Pearl and Glory and man, uh, let me tell you, the, the stories that they're able to weave with uh, the guys they got over there is really cool. Super awesome. Uh, definitely give it a check out uh you can find and listen to realms of peril and glory anywhere you listen to podcasts our thanks to realms of peril and glory uh for their support they're running an ad for us as well and uh yeah here's their trailer for their season 
Welcome to Realms of Peril and Glory, an all-new actual play podcast. There are guided tours once a week. Come on, Darbreton. How about you, you filthy timepiece? <laughs> RPG is home to hilarious stories. The thing that kicks off a really good tale is... Uh... When they take their tops off. Sorry? When you're reading, like... Don't worry, don't worry. And thrilling adventures. There's bad guys, there's an ogre. Probably best if you stay here. Sorry, I'll be back soon. Why am I tied up? That was your sibling, not me. Bye. Each season is an all-new actual play story told collaboratively at the table. Featuring guest players from the Magnus Archives. I remember being in the water, and that was awful. And now I'm not in the water, and that's much better. Wooden overcoats. I am a snowman. I have one job and that is to stand in place. I was doing that very well. Yes, and she might come back nine times more powerful with lots of food and kippers. We fix space junk. On the surface, you might look different, but you're very, very similar inside. And I can vouch for that. And more. What I am about to tell you stays in this room. Got it? You don't have to know where there's like secret plans about meat and smoothies. Ducks! Did you say ducks? Did you say ducks? Sorry, did you say duck? You can find Realms of Peril and Glory wherever you listen to podcasts. We're gonna have a good laugh, then we're gonna possibly cry, and then we'll, we'll grab dinner. Hello, listeners. Ken, your Game Master here. I want to thank you for joining us here at Rolling in the Geek. We are, once again, though, asking you for your support. Because through your support, we are able to create content with improved quality and quantity. Check out Rolling of the Geek over on Patreon and choose a tier with rewards that fit you. Every little bit helps us along our path. Now back to three guys who are more excited to game than sleep. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. Harko sits and stares at his egg while everybody else looks at him. Harkos breaks down a little in this moment and starts lashing out verbally at everyone around him, accusing Lenara of giving up information on them at one point and calling out to Zuriel, who says that she will be there in a longer time than Harkos is okay with, so he brushes her off. Lenara denies the allegations, and between her and Trevor are able to get Harkos calmed down. William, the captain of the guard, heads off to begin to gather the rest of his royal guard to start searching the grounds. The rest of them head back to the Brava to get some rest and begin coordinating a plan. They reach the Brava after accosting the tabaxi over his eye color and then get to sleep. Zuriel arrives shortly thereafter, but Harkos is too tired to do anything with that, so he just goes back to sleep. They wake up and head up to deck to see that much of their allies in Aetherport have gathered, including crewmates of the Brava, Trevor's parents, and Zuriel. The group meets with the handful of folks in the captain's quarters and gets everyone up to speed. Zuriel seems quite displeased with the Dachronic associations within the group, but Trevor and Harkos keep her calm. Trevor asks his mother to give them anything that she could because of her tie to Cyraxis. She resists, but Trevor persists, and she tells them that there is an old chamber far below the king's keep that the ritual is being performed in. She knows this because that is where she's being called to. Trevor and his father head back to the Ironjaw shop to reforge Ardenim while Harko stays behind. He eventually gets a message inside of his head to come below deck. He follows the voice's directions and eventually ends up face to face with the Alacoque form of Avalon, the herald to Arrow Arath. And that is where we pick back up. You know, bom, bom, bom. I made a statement in the pre-show 
that uh, I think it was in the pre-show. Maybe it was before we started recording. I don't know. Not important. But I made a statement that I was like, yeah, I forgot what was going on in the last episode, too. But then I had to add that ad into uh, the thing because I forgot to pop it in there. And it's going to air when we're supposed to start airing that ad for a little bit. And uh, I saw the title and I was like, oh, yeah, we just did a lot of talking. Completely forgot about the fucking Avalon shit. And I'm not pleased with being uh, informed of it now. Uh, (laughs) Hit me just like it did the last time. (laughs) (laughs) So... You guys are separated yet again. So Shocking. who wants to go first or should we roll for it? We're fucking rolling for it. Oh, yeah. You can suck it up. We're not breaking tradition. You don't fuck with tradition. You don't fuck with tradition. We've done it for we've done. We have rolled for initiative to start the episode. I think this is like the fifth episode in a row. I could be wrong, but I'm fairly certain. Well, OK, we didn't do it last episode. Uh, So I am wrong, but. A handful of episodes we've had to do this in a row. And you're adding your initiative. Yeah, it's not flat roll. Yeah. Roll add your initiative. Twelve. Total? Yep. Because I rolled twelve on the die. Yeah. <laughs> plus four is sixteen. Yep. I'm a I'm a ten plus two. I hold my action, Brad Hugo. <laughs> fucking turd what action do you want to prepare because you need to you need to tell me what you're planning on doing in order to uh, set up the- uh proceeding to cry and assume the fetal position as uh. cannot deal i'm gonna i'm gonna use my monk my monastic tradition here from uh the way of the crybaby uh i'm gonna <laughs> burn um seven key points to do cannot deal and i'm gonna poof out of existence uh as if i never even played yeah. <laughs> you know, next level, you get the uh, can't even skill. Uh, yeah, but that's only good for being in shops. Yeah. Because you, 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 you couple it with the where is he? And then it, it, it ultimately equates to the level 10 Karen, but you can do it a little earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. What the fuck are we? Who? What is this? What is this show? I think it was a podcast. I think it was a D&D podcast. I, this this point, is what happened. It was. Then this we started is... making pop culture jokes and nobody liked us anymore. <laughs> this is what happens when we have to take two weeks off for vacations. You know, if, I guess if it, that's what makes people not like us, I guess I, 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 we deserve it, I guess. I guess it's not pop culture, is it? That was that was wrong of me. That's That shows how much I'm detached from modernity modernism whatever the fuck we made current references who i don't even know if karen's current anymore karen will always be current anyway i want initiative and i'm not happy about it but let's fucking get in there so she changes back to her draconic form as she did at the end of the episode and harkos i believe that we need to have a talk Flaming Fist of Numerath! Sorry, Brad yelled no one to yell something. Okay. <clears throat> I got all yes. my I got all my funny out. <clears throat> Audience, when you hear that, I didn't edit it on purpose, and the, the purpose is I'm lazy. Aww. Okay, maybe I edited it. Fuck it. I hate you. Um God, I don't know how to be Harkos right now. It's been too long. Florida, <laughs> Florida changed me, man. Um, 
as it should. Hmm. No kidding. Uh. Uh. Oh. Okay. I actually assumed that you would have some questions. Um. Uh. I. I guess I can start if you want. I mean, if you if you want to go there, Harkus has got some questions. Well, Harkus has a question. Oh, so, please, so, by all means. Yeah, so so we'll, we'll do that. So she she says that, and Harkos is going to, like, choke back some tears. He's going to go, I, I'm... Uh, okay, uh, sure. What am I? And he looks, I he looks that, sad. I think that you know the answer to that question. I'm not meaning to be brash with that, but <laughs> if you've opened the egg, then you have that answer. Uh, how? Then, well, how have I looked like this forever? Uh, the same way that I can look like this? And then she waves a hand and, and she takes the, the alacoque reform as well. Did see, but you, it's just, you just you put it on. I I live this way. I don't the Har- Hargus waves his hand. Nothing. I'm me. It's something that needs to be acquired. It's actually strange that you were born to that form and not more like and she waves the hand again and she changes back I would expect actually that she would look more like me so you one one could say that I in the sense need an awakening yes Harkos mentally curses the you, ley lines. <laughs> you you know that term. <laughs> I um I was inside the ley lines and had a waking dream and um it was said in the waking dream. The ley line tapped into blood memory. You may not have a memory of what that is, but your blood does. Yes, well, the ley lines are difficult. More so than you know. Or maybe you do. I don't know what you've been through. I shouldn't make that assumption. Uh, Let me start off yeah, my end of this conversation. So <laughs> I want you to talk so bad. I'm still lost. <sighs> I I feel like I need to start with this uh, that I want to apologize for not being able to or I don't know what the best term is but I'll just stick with that is not being able to come to you earlier. 
not being able to hide you away or take you to our parents. I am sorry for that. I'm sorry. Did she did she say our? What the yes, fuck? Yes, she did. What the fuck? <laughs> You're going to break Nick. My head is melting. <laughs> uh, did, what? Our? So you. Um, oh. it, uh, do, you, do you need to sit? Oh gosh, you know, after last night I'm surprised, but I feel as if I need a stiff drink, but I also don't think that's wise. I didn't even know what a stiff drink was until yesterday, so. Yes. I am your sister and you are my brother. Phil is gonna be so mad. It's actually kind of odd as well. I'm the only the only herald that wasn't created but was born. Which puts me in a precarious situation as well, but that's neither here nor there. But we have the same parents. We are brother and sister. Oh, man. Just Harkos. Many generations separated. Harkos is going to he's he's very clearly, like visibly having some serious turmoil. Um, but as as she states it that way and everything there's going to be, it's not quite calm but calmer, I guess. I don't know that there's a word that I want to use because it's not calm, but you, he, you can see he 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 calms down a little bit and then he just kind of rushes forward and hugs her and then he says i um i don't quite know how to process all of this um but I feel like I burned through a lot of the negative yesterday. And I don't know what the end outcome is for me from all this information. But I've only ever wanted family. Uh, as soon as you you hug her, that you feel one of her arms goes around you, and the other one just strokes the back of your head and she pulls you in tighter to her and almost like rocks you a little bit. Oh, God. I'm sorry, brother, that I couldn't do this earlier. And Harkos will not, not abruptly, but he'll, he'll kind of break away. And he'll wipe at his face a little bit because he wasn't like cry crying, but he was definitely tearing up pretty hard. <clears throat> and um, kind of try and find composure. 
Um, and uh, I would say in for what would seem weird to maybe anyone outside of this room, he is he's even more calm now. Um, everything considered. Um, so when when we came upon you at the Iron Jaws, you were injured. Was was that rhyme? Yes, yes, it was. Rhyme and I have a history, as I feel like most of us have a history with him. I found that I... Yes. You, before the last couple of days? Um... My friend, my... My brother, that I, the the brother I found, Trevor, he, um, he and I, after the stuff with Rhyme on the ship last night, we went to warn at the keep and, um, Cyraxis has been disguised as the Queen Mother and... Of the many things she said, um, she made mention of the fact that she sent rhyme to make sure I was raised correctly. Um, the head elder at the sanctuary that I resided in for the majority of my life thus far was rhyme. Um, her treachery runs deep if she was able to do that. It, That's not the... F what form did Rhyme take for this elder? He was a man. He's just another brother at the sanctuary. He was just the one in charge and... He was the one that did his best to break me at every turn. It's odd. We don't normally have more than one passable form. He's found another, apparently. That's that's a different issue for a different time. Cyraxis revealed herself. In words, yes. Um, and she spoke of uh, a ritual that was being performed to break the Cabal's magic. And uh, then we watched the Queen Mother, and he does the wing air quotes, get younger as the magic was weakening. Um... We've been made aware that she more than likely is within tunnels that lie beneath the keep. Um, but they're many and vast, and so we are gathering people to go search. Um, probably not 
to obviously be able to stop her. Um, but our friends are part of... She she took them, their components, for what she's doing. Of course she did. This monster. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. You see that she sits and, and thinks, and uh, I had the same suspicion about the tunnels underneath the keep. That's where I fought with Rhyme. Uh, I expect that there will be more challenges for that road, but Cyraxis commanded the largest force out of any of us uh, or any of the Methuselahs any of our masters uh, I expect that it's going to be a little bit of a slog to get down there but you see she spreads her arms and how can I help Trevor yeah you and dear old dad oof Walk out to the Iron Jaw shop. Uh, overnight, it seems like the storm calmed. Uh, the the blizzard that you've been kind of getting off and on definitely calmed. Uh, it, there's some flurries that are going on right now, but it seems like the city crews have made headway. So you actually have a pretty clear shot. Nice. Uh. You walk the path that now you have walked so many times to get away from the docks and into the city proper. Uh, As you do, you pass by the tabaxi yet again, uh, who gives you a nod as you walk by. Just nod back. Uh, So you continue on and eventually you get to uh, the courtyard and to the Iron Jaw shop. Uh, your dad goes forward. Has this been a silent walk? Unless he's striking out conversation. Yeah, I think okay. so. I, yeah, yeah, he's been he's been silent as well. Uh, so you get to the shop and hey, I, he, I think it's I think it's less of a of a him and dad thing and more of a he's focused. Mm-hmm. Uh, on you know what's going on and i mean you know all the other stuff ties in but i think that's the main thing is he's just focused on what what he's doing okay. uh so you make it to the shop uh and your dad pulls out uh his heavy set of keys uh and pops the pops the lock on the door it opens it up and he waves you to Go in first. Going in. You go in and he goes in behind you. He closes and and relocks the door and he looks up at you and says, we might as well stay closed. Uh, I don't think that we want anybody coming in and interrupting while we're trying to do this work. Yes, I I don't believe that would be good. We need to get it done as quickly as possible. Uh, So he heads over uh, to the forge. He looks up at you and he kind of looks over at the door again. And he looks at you and he says, well, I guess we might as well just 
let pretenses go and he lays his hand on the forge and you see it just ignite immediately. Well, then that explains quite a bit. And I want to put my hand on it and have those runes appear that I use to make my uh, my stuff. Okay. He watches as you do that, and he seems uh, seems impressed. Oh. He, he like analyzes the runes. He like gets down. He kind of looks at him. He's. Huh. You know, in some ways, you might actually be more advanced than I am. <laughs> I I don't know if I would go that far. Well, let's uh, let's see what you've got. Go ahead. And so he 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 kind of points to the the work table that's that's next to the the actual like forge uh-huh. uh, and kind of clears off a space for you to put the the melted remains of art and I'll put it up there. Hey, uh, you put it up there and he kind of takes a look around on it. Uh, hmm. It was strange for me is. Someone like Rhyme, Harold to the Winter's Chill, blah, blah, blah. Why melt it? I'm not sure why he would do that either. It seems kind of silly, in my opinion. They can't possibly not know our background, yes? I would imagine that they've been keeping fair tabs on all of you. Uh, or anyone that you've been associating with. So, yes, I would assume so. Uh, What other work have you done on the hammer? Have you done any additional craft to it? I did. I incorporated some dragon rock. Yeah, you mentioned that material earlier. And we, as you guys looked at it, like you actually had, like, was it the dagger I think Harkos pulled out for him to look at? Yep. Well, he, he looked at my hammer too, I think, didn't he, in the beginning? Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, you you did do. You talked about the dragon rock. Uh, it's gone. He starts pointing at like the you can see some in some of the remains. There's the areas that it got inlaid that you can see the divots where it was, but it's gone. Well, then that explains it. Perhaps he took the dragon rock then. Well, it. Guess if you were trying to separate those materials, that melting it would be optimal. Yes, and I expected you to dump out a bag of metal shards and not a twisted, melted mass. Though, why would he take that? Why would that be the focus? Well, it appears to have quite a few special properties that were not fully aware of i mean they use it to shield the airships and the trains i'm sure there are plenty of other reasons Hmm. well let's get this hunk of useless metal into the forge and let's start reworking it uh so he he goes and starts getting all of his tools out and you his his patterns, his work has not changed much. Uh, you remember watching him in the forge as as a young young full head of hair Trevor. Uh, 
watching as your your dad was at work and his his routines have not changed. He puts his tools in the same places, has everything organized in the same way. So I'm going to uh, obviously mingle in my routines that I did for like my pottery, obviously. <laughs> uh, so between the two of you, you get to work. Uh, it get this hunk of metal in the forge and start getting it heated up and on slowly untwisting this mass to create something different. So I was, I was going to say, I, in my opinion, he would, he'd be doing the same thing that he did when he made Ardenim. He wouldn't be trying necessarily to forge it. Like the way it was, it's whatever the material tells him, you know what I mean? Mm hmm. Um, so this is this is a question for you is do you want it to be the same form that it was or do you want to change the form uh, let's see high same low different okay are you rolling it? Okay. Oh, well, it's it's a 20, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were sticking with the hammerific form then, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, so between the two of you, you get to work on this piece of it. Uh, roll a uh, perception check for me, if you, pl- if you would, please. that would put me at a where's my perception? Four, so 22. Hey. Uh, you it's almost like as definitive as a light switch that your dad's demeanor changes. That he goes from you know, kind of doing his regular thing, and then it's like a flip of a light and he's on autopilot. Huh? You can see his eyes are somewhat glazed over. Uh, like he, not like he's in a stupor or that he's like wobbling around, but he's just. Yeah, he's not there. Really? You you suspect that you, you when he made the sword that it. Uh, he, he described the same kind of thing that he just, you know, blacked out and then when he woke up there was the sword uh, over the course of I expect to be a fair amount of time as I don't I don't know how long your your forge cleric specific thing works an hour an hour yep I uh, I it takes it takes longer than that I even with the two of you working on it because of the damage that was done to it all that thematically I'm changing it so that it's, uh-huh. it's taking you longer than that. I would say that you're brushing up. You're starting to see some definitive progress by the time that you get around to the couple hour mark. Uh, that you've basically stretched this thing back out to the form that it should be. And now you're getting back into intricate details that uh, you, know, you, you mentioned that you weren't wanting to purposely create this thing you wanted the same kind of situation as when you forged it Mm -hmm. but it's not 
It's not the same. You're, there's a different part of you that's involved now. Uh, it takes you about another hour, and then you see light come back to your dad's eyes as the final stroke of the hammer falls. And Ardenim sits reforged in front of you. Well, that was, uh, that was odd. Yes, you appeared to not be there or super focused. I don't remember doing this. Oh, well, that explains a lot. I am very sweaty. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure most people believe that you can forge weaponry in your sleep. I guess that counts, right? I guess I can add that onto the list of my resume that I can forge magic dragon inspired hammers in my sleep. (laughs) I guess. Does this feel the same? Does it look the same to you? I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up and and look it all over. It it has a different feeling to it than the than the original work. Uh, and you know you did all these additions and you dipped it into a fucking leyline river and you forged dragon rock into it and all this, but it does feel different than even when you first started handling it. Uh, there's a different there's a different energy to it more like a coupling that you feel that same kind of presence that same kind of energy off of it as when you did it and there's something more here now that something something of you went into it and something of your dad went into it that it's it's a forever instead of just Trevor Did you like that? Jesus. I thought that was clever. I, <laughs> uh, but it it feels right still. I mean, it doesn't feel off like in an uncomfortable way. It doesn't feel like it's not yours. It's just there's there's something else flavoring it than there was before. Hmm. Um. Should I identify? Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'll I'll swing it around a few times, like one handed and two handed, and get the get the feeling for it again, and then I'm gonna hold it out with one hand and run my other hand over it. Cast identify. Okay. I. Uh, this thing hits you in waves. It's not just. Uh, it's not just what you remember that you I think that with the with identify I, I don't know the I, I can't remember the limits of it but I'm yep. just gonna throw th- I'm gonna throw stuff at you yep, okay. uh, uh, you get that same kind of flavor that you had before to it that 
I think that you're starting to put that these puzzle pieces are starting to fall into place that it's not just you, that there's a little bit of you, a little bit of Numerath, a little bit of your dad, Sterling, and uh, and a little bit of Sam Renton now. Oh, that there's there's little pieces of that, that that your connections to these great beasts, to these Methuselahs has saturated you. And in because it saturated you, it's also saturated your works. Uh, Ardenim has 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 gotten a uh, a glam up. <laughs> uh, Ardenim is now a plus one base weapon. Uh, it's caveat because part of your forge. Uh, part of your forge thing is that you can enchant a piece of weapon or armor to give it a plus one bonus. Uh-huh. Uh, that will stack with Ardenim if you decide to, to use it on on it, which so through your forge domain, you can actually make it a plus two weapon. Sweet. Uh, on top of that, it is now adding um, an extra d6 of fire damage on a critical hit. D6 on crit. And that's what you're able to get off of it. Uh, and I'll give you this extra little piece is that it feels like there's more. It feels like there could be more. Okay. Uh, that it just, it doesn't feel full yet. It, do you, do you kind of get the feeling that, yep. that I'm, I'm pushing there? Yeah that it feels like there's there's more that could be sunk into this thing. Uh, but your dad will look at you. Does it, uh, does it feel all right? Do you think that we got this done? Uh, yeah, yes, it feels... Um, uh, amazing. It's... it's better than it was before. Hmm. Well, I guess that's just your old man's talent coming out. <laughs> it's very possible. So he he kind of plops himself down into uh into a wooden chair that's that's nearby the forge. And you see he takes a rag out of his pocket and kind of wipes at his brow and you know, get some of the sweat off of his face and he takes a deep breath in and he looks at you and he's are you sure that you want to be involved in all this <laughs> it's a little too late to uh back out we've 
we've come this far and <clears throat> we've done so much. And now Cyraxis has made it personal. So yes. Is he used he he has his eyes just fixed on you. Uh, probably in a way that you haven't really seen from him before. Trevor, I'm scared. <sighs> yes. If... <sighs> I'm not scared for me. I'm not not scared for me or your mom. And we we've walked this path. We've lived this life for a very long time now and living our dual lives where half of us is still devoted to dragons who until just a few years ago, we didn't even know we're back around and the other half living our normal everyday lives. Well, but you, he, he, he interrupts you like he's talking over you. You did not need to do this. You did not. You didn't have to go through it. I'm not scared for my. I'm not scared for you or, or for myself. I'm not scared for your mother. I'm. I'm scared for you, because I. Trevor, I'm not good at this stuff. But I. I don't want to lose you. <sighs> well, I mean, you'll find out it's a lot harder to keep me down than apparently these dragons think. And uh, the one time I thought I was down, my friends brought me back. So, you know. I'm pretty sure that that's a punch card with only so many, so many spaces on it there, Trevor. Well, you could be right. If... If I don't do this, it's only going to get worse. And then it's all of our lives in danger. I know, but does it have to be you? Well, in fairness, they put me on this path when they burnt my shop down. So, seems to be fate, I guess. He stands up and he walks up in front of you and he tucks that that rag back in his pocket he puts his hand on his hands on your shoulders and he gives you a little like dad shake you are the last of this line the iron jaw family has lived and prospered in this world for over 2000 years since before the fall of the dragons we have been bound to them 
and we have served and we have survived. I do not want to live to see the end of our house's days. So just keep yourself safe. That's all that I ask is just be safe. I'm going to give him a big hug. I mean, like, like all 18 strength hug. (laughs) (laughs) You're a pop as a shoulder dislocates. I'm an old man. Why do you do this to me? I, you know, for as old as your dad is, he still has, uh, he oh. still has some umph to him. He's a blacksmith, he, of course he does. You know, he, he grips onto you too, uh, and you're fairly positive that you feel him cry against you. Not Wait. out loud, <laughs> but just in the, the shake to him uh-huh. as the two of you hold each other. That you you feel his body is racking, holding back this flood of tears that that you were sure is there. We we don't go into any of this blindly, and I have plenty of people that I trust backing me up. It may not be easy, but we will see it through. And I expect a dinner when I get back. (laughs) Don't think that your mother would let you leave the city without having some kind of dinner at our house. I would hope not. I would be much more worried about facing her wrath than Cyraxis's if that comes to pass. As would I. Uh, he he grips onto your your shoulder real tight, and he says, "Best get back to those friends who are backing you up." Yes. If you need anything, many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You know where we are. Your mother and I may not be as young as we once were, but um, I can still swing a hammer quite hard. (sighs) You keep mom safe. It's obvious she needs all the help she can get. He looks down like you see he's not. It's not like shame, but it is a little bit because he can't do anything about it. Yeah. 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 That's I think that's the sense that Trevor gets off of it for for sure. So, So I'll put my hand on his shoulder and go, it's not your fault. And you're doing all you can. Just being there for her is plenty, I'm sure. She knows. She's very strong. He, uh, he, he looks up at you. Uh, Trevor, one day, I hope that you'll understand what it means to feel as I do for your mother, for someone else. I... I hope that one day you get to experience that. And then you'll understand the position that I'm in, seeing what I'm seeing in her. But do not, do not let your thoughts wander. You have, you have important work that needs done, my son. Go and do it. And we will see you after. I'm gonna take off. Okay, you head back to the Brava? Yep. I uh, so you you get back to the Brava. Uh Parkos, I, I don't know what has happened. Like, have you kind of filled in uh Avalon with what you guys have talked about and kind of the basics of what you're planning on doing? Yeah. I so you see her kind of perk up a little bit and then she looks over towards like kind of the the far side of the ship and she your friend's back. Oh. Um (laughs) he has something new. He's carrying something quite powerful. The, the, yes, he went to reforge his hammer. 
Um, the rhyme broke it. Well, tried to break it, I guess. Huh. I do believe it's the first thing that he's forged with his father, though. His father, yes. Yes, Sterling. Servant of... Servant of Sam Renton. Yes. That, ex- that explains a lot. She looks at you quite sharply. Do you want him to know about me? Or should I hide who I am? Oh, he... He could know about you. Uh, he's, um... But the real thing. The truth, or... Does he know? About me. Yes, and... Me. Well, he... He knows... About... My parents. And he was at the shop... The night... Sterling was... He actually... He healed you a little bit the night that you were in Sterling's shop. Thought I felt warm. Yes, it was the, um, the light of Numerath. Uh, he, Numerath has bestowed something, uh, upon Trevor. And he serves Numerath. Yes. Numerous saved his life. There's a lot of stars that are aligning in this sky that we're looking at. It's a lot of stars. Yes, we're. Is it like she's she's with you, but you can tell that her mind is like in five thousand different places at once right now. Like she's doing the math and calculating, and like that she's scanning through the you know these endless stretches of shit that she has in her mind. This can't all be coincidence. I'm here. You're here. A servant of Numerath. A servant of Sam Renton and his parents. And Zuriel. Uh, She's the last remaining magi, isn't she? Yes. It can't be coincidence. Well, I suppose not. Um, Things recent light has made me realize that more things are predetermined not so much in a we have no free will way but a lot more things are planned out more often than I've many of us have been aware oh there are designs to the world that 
you, me, your brother that you found, the the Magi Zuriel, that none beyond any of our comprehensions. How how have how have I heard it worded? He's he's not kind, but he's kin. It's not kin, but he's kind. Yes. Uh, Why? Look, this that Harkos would have said it the right way. Nick thought I said it the right way because I thought he's yeah, not. Uh, he's not. He's not like me, but he's he's not. He's blood is the the, the he's water. Blood of the brotherhood you, is thicker than water. Do you do you understand the the concept there? Apparently not. That that, <laughs> that we all. Uh, the Methuselahs, at least, were all created by the progenitors. We weren't, none of us were, well, with the exception of myself and you now, were not born, but created. Uh, Maybe the same thing, but we're not linked, if that makes sense. So we are maybe kin, but we're not kind. Does does that make more sense? Yes. I know that it's a it. Trust me, it's a long, convoluted history of all of us, uh, and throwing in two, uh, possibly the only two natural-born children of dragons, uh, and that just further deepens the mystery. Um, something I failed to mention, by the way. Um, you brought it up just then. It wasn't just Zuriel. Zuriel? My bad. It wasn't just Cyraxis that revealed herself. There was another hiding... Was another Methuselah? No. Um, worse. There's a man that was on the council and she referred to him as father. Or he referred to her as daughter. No. It's exactly... It was Zuriel's reaction as well. No, 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 no. That's... That's... They're... They're gone. They were supposed to be dead. Or gone, or... Moved on to a different state of being, or moved on to a different universe to create... New life. I don't know, but they're supposed to be gone. Well, one of them, at least, is not, it would seem. 50% of some of the most powerful beings that have ever walked this earth is still 50%. Yes. And quite dangerous. And it's 50% that seems to be on the side we don't want them on. It was a man. Yes. It's the one who created... Uh, what you all would refer to as the metallic dragon or the chromatic dragon 
hearts. Your mother included. Hmm. Or our mother, our mother included. What name did he use? Malus. I've never heard that name before, but if he is one of the progenitors, then we have to assume that the other one is around. Somewhere. It would make sense. Your friend is getting close. Do you want him to know everything? Yes. Yes. I'm I'm done hiding things from everyone. Then it shall be. Do you want me to call to him? The same way that I called to you. No, it's all right. I... We can... I can... I I can get him. She gives you a nod. And so I'll go up to the deck. I'll be back. And I think that I had that backwards and I'm kind of kicking myself that it should have been we're kind but not kin. I think that I had that backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what I, I said. That's what kind, I, but not I kin. was right. God damn it. Damn it. Me and my tired ass fucking back from vacation brain. <laughs> kind but not kin. Sorry. I apologize. Sincerely. Uh, but do you go to uh, to find Trevor? Yes. Okay. Uh, so Trevor, you board the Brava. Uh, you see folks are still kind of mingling around. Uh, Zuriel is up on the top deck. Uh, you actually see her kind of investigating something towards the, the, the bow. That's the front, right? The bow? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's investigating something towards the bow. Uh and it seems like she's actually investigating the area that you guys had the interaction with the ley lines. Oh. So when I see that, I'll say um, something interesting up there. She turns and looks at you and then, uh, well, something of great power was here. That would be the ley lines. And yes, I do mean the manifestation of the ley lines. Huh. Seems that they left a part of themselves behind. And you see she kind of like waves her hands kind of violently away from the, the railing. And you see this like rainbow light energy kind of peel off of like because there's dragon rock embedded. Mm hmm. And that she whips her hand away from it and it pulls some of that like rainbow light off of the dragon rock 
which then kind of like seeps back in and recedes in. Yep, that seems about appropriate. I can't honestly tell you if that's good or bad. I can tell you I would rather not speak to them again. I can't blame you there. Uh, speaking to a manifestation of magic that kills people, probably not the most fun that you've had on this trip. This is Zuriel you're speaking with? Yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, they honestly, they're it seems like they're not um bad per se. And we kind of have the same goals, however, they don't understand what our goals are, which is strange. There's many circles and we talked for far too long in those circles. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine that manifestation of magic that kills people is probably quite hard to commune with. Yes. Harkos is here. And she you see she looks over towards the uh the uh stern of the ship. Uh as Harkos, you come out on top deck and see Trevor speaking with Zuriel. Uh, turn around. Start heading towards Harkos. Okay. Y'all's meet up. I see things um well when well for you. Uh, yes, they've took a little longer than normal, but it seems to have come out well better than the original. Um I need to show you something. Uh, okay. Um like here or somewhere else? He here. Go ahead, then. I'll head back to the room. Oh, oh, we're going. Okay. <laughs> oh, and Harkos will kind of turn and go, oh, yeah, no, it's not. It's I, I have to take you to. It's not. I'm not going to just do a thing. Ah. I am um, still just punchy, punchy, stabby, stabby <laughs> as far as I know. So nothing new on that front. And then follow. Okay. Uh, you take him back to the room with Avalon? Yeah. On on the way down, uh, just be, to pass the time, I'll, I'll do this here instead of in front of the door. So on the way down, I'll be talking to Trevor. Um, I, in, in the time that you were gone, I, um, I've come to terms with some things. Um, I don't know that I'm all the way okay, but I'm I'm better, and um, uh, I'm glad that you and Lenora were able to ground me, and uh, I'm sorry for my outburst. I know it's understandable, but it doesn't make it any less mean. Um, and I know that you're going to receive this information relatively okay and this will 
as far as for RP purposes, this will be when we get about to the door. <clears throat> um, but just know that what I'm about to show you, it could technically be a lot. And Harkus is going to grab the doorknob. And he's going to turn it and go to open it and go, Trevor, he's going to swing it open. This is my sister Avalon. So, Hello. so the, the first thing is Trevor's, Trevor's going to go, oh, you're, you're looking much better than the last time we met. I, I hope you're feeling better. I tempted to help as much as possible. Yes, I, when I awoke, I felt the warmth that you passed. And then, and then he's going to turn and go, wait, did you say sister? Yes. Um. She like adopted? No. She is the first and one of two natural born the heralds. No, well, to be and, and, more and I'm, precise, yeah. you're not a. Uh, and Harkos was going to clarify that too. Like, sorry, not trying to be mean. Uh, you are not a herald. But yes, no, I. Um, but she, um, she wasn't. She was built in the traditional sense. <laughs> well, uh, this is quite interesting news. But did you? Uh, did you want to hear the words again? Who's she talking to? You. What? What words? The words of my of my Methuselah. Oh no, no! It's, it is fine. This. Sorry, it's hard. It was part of the tradition, but we have technically met, so I don't need to, but I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> no, it will be plenty fine. But yes, your friend speaks truth. Uh, myself and your friend Harkos are the only children that Methuselahs have ever created. Naturally, at least. So, I want to walk over to uh, Avalon. And I'm going to put my hand out. Uh, oh, this is such a such a mortal custom. She puts her hand out and she like awkwardly grabs your wrist. Is, is this how it works? So I'll, I'll grab her wrist and say yes. And then I'm going to give her the bro hug. <laughs> Of course you are. <laughs> uh, oh, oh! I, I've not seen that before. Is this a custom from? If you are where Harkos's family, then you are my family also. 
It's not technically correct, but I appreciate your sentiment. <laughs> oh, God. I feel like I might not like her. <laughs> she's she's cast pre-modern information download. <laughs> kind of. You can see you can see parallels. Why does the pizza man keep spanking this woman? <laughs> anyway, I learned I learned that from the pizza man. <laughs> Such a good moment. I think that is one of the only. Uh, sorry, hard breakaway. I think that's one of the only ships that I've ever had in in a show that I've been watching. Was was Cass and uh, was it Meg? Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think fuck. that's the only time that I've been like, "Yep, I want that to happen." No, no. That sounds and looks hilarious. No offense to how it went because I loved the bromance. Fuck Destiel. I was all about Megan yeah. Cass. I was so yeah. there for Clarence. Yeah. Oh yeah. She was one of my favorite characters in that show. She, that actress was wonderful. She did solid. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Anyway, hard, yeah, hard left back on to my, the train tracks here. My fault. Uh. So, Arcos, it appears we have three Methuselahs on our side now. Yes, four if we can manage to wake one up. Three, uh, n- Numerath, my parents. Four. Are you saying? Uh, Sam, Sam, Sam Renton. Well, and then and then Harkos will kind of glance at Avalon. I didn't mention this either. Five, if we sway Toravir. You sway Toravir? Well, no. Maybe. We... Toravir's awake. And... I convinced him to not pick a side yet. Hmm. Some rather good convincing, mind you. He agreed to keep an eye should we prove ourselves worthy of keeping him alive, as that is all he cares about. Um, she 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 gives like a yeah like a nod like yeah. But he did warn that should Cyraxis come calling, he will go running. That's starting to make Cyraxis's list of definitive allies quite small. Well, and from the sounds of it, she's calling. So hopefully, he's not running. Well, she will be calling. I'm sure that she will be. But maybe we can stifle it somewhat if we can do next to anything. I was rather hopeless yesterday, but I'm I'm feeling better today. Let let me be quite honest and frank with you here is that uh where we are right now 
we would not be able to kill Cyraxis. Oh, I don't, I don't intend to kill her anytime but, soon. But we can make her seem like a weaker option than she ever was. That is my intent. Being a very annoying thorn in her side will be quite gratifying right now. Yes. Um, just to let this be out there as well, Harkos uh, and Trevor, but mostly Harkos's. I would advise against letting your parentage be known to her. Do, do you think she does not know? She may not. Uh, it would explain some things, though, if she did. Cyraxus and our mother, Onyxiath, have squabbled pretty severely and bloodily. Ah. Our mother was the first to turn away from Cyraxus. They actually changed her words because of it. And what were the two versions? I should not speak her words. It is not for me to say. Such a tease. When <sighs> when we find time, do you know? Do you know where her herald is? Or could, yes, I could do. Be? I, I know precisely where her herald is. Okay. Don't suppose it's close by, is it? <laughs> Not necessarily, no. no. Unfortunately. Uh, they had business to attend to. Uh, that is all right. Um, plenty on the plate before we get there. So, um, if uh, it is entirely your call, um, if if you would like to storm the underneath castle because we're not storming the uh, feel free um, if you do so and feel that it would be wiser to be like this and he gestures to himself um, feel free um, I I don't mind any of the above options so but we should um, 
with Trevor back, uh, I'm sure Lenara's um, ready to address the crew, and we have the city guard, and I, I think all the pieces are in play now, so... We should make do with what time we have. I plan on joining you for this. But I think it be it would be wiser for us to be more separate. The two of us being in close contact might be enough for Cyraxis to read something off of. And I, again, I think it's best that she not know if we can avoid it. That makes sense. So, uh, maybe I can help. I can help elsewhere, I'm sure. It seems like once we get down there, there will be plenty to do. Agreed. So, Go and check with your friend so that we can get this going. Yes. Go to find Lenara. Hey. I uh, so you head up, I uh, cause uh I you kind of assumed that a lot of the crew had been gathering up on the top deck. I uh, so probably as good of a place as any to get started. So you head up, get to the top deck, uh, and look out at the entire gathered forces of the Brava. Uh, And you see Lenara with her head in her hands right next to the stairs coming up. She sees you and she looks over and she points out to all of them and they, they didn't even need to be asked. <laughs> I didn't say anything. But I think that they all kind of knew what was happening. Uh, so as you look out at these, uh, the gathered folks that you have, uh, the entire crew of the Brava is standing there with whatever arms and armor they can they could grab or whatever was on deck. You see people with fishing harpoons and chains, uh, whips, anything that they could get a hold of. Uh, oh no, what was the name of the one guy? Was it Robert? No, it was Richard. The guard. Richard, Richard, the night guard. You see him. He's got a bow and a, a, a big old quiver of arrows strapped to his back. Uh, you see Zuriel coolly sitting uh, against the rails towards the bow of the ship, staring at you. Uh, and from behind you comes uh, comes Avalon, who has taken her uh, alacocra form. Lenara kind of like raise up her eyes to you guys a little bit. Oh. I guess the troops are assembled. 
Then uh, off we march. Are we ready to do this? Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to do some big thing. I, I just want to preface that now. Um, Harkin's going to go, if, if I may, and he's going to take, he's going to like step up onto like one step that would go towards um, like where you would steer from and everything just so he can get a little bit of height. He's going to look at everybody and go, I'm not here to make some big inspiring speech. I don't know that I have it in me. I just wanted to say Trevor and I are sorry that we drug you into all this, but we are more than happy um, to have you with us as dangerous as it all is. It's very big of you all. Um, I know you have friend and family down there too, um, but it means a lot. And I hope to see all of you when this is all over for a, a mighty celebration of a job well done. And then he'll step down off the stairs. Uh, at the word celebration, you hear everybody starts yelling. Uh, seems like that's the kind of keyword for them. <laughs> Shocking. A whole bunch of pirates ready to go out and party. Uh, but Lenara will kind of straighten herself and shake her, shake her head a little bit and kind of shrug her shoulders at you and say, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting it to be this easy, but I knew that they would all be supportive, but I didn't know that they would do it without being called. So uh, if you're ready, the Brava stands behind you. Have Lenara have, have we heard from Kirby? No. Okay. Which at this point I am, normally I would not be concerned. But under but, circumstances. Yes. I share your concern, but um, all the more reason. Uh, we're ready. Let's go storm the castle. And that, my friends, is where we're going to call it for tonight. Expecting a bigger reaction. I got an F from Brad. Apparently, I didn't set it up well uh, enough. I'll I, do better next time. I didn't have a big reaction <laughs> because I I feel I feel very good about where Harkus and I are at right now. <laughs> so so mine was like a muted sigh of relief that I'm not in some elated emotional state. <laughs> not necessarily an elated positive one not an elated negative one I'm just I'm right here in the in the middle ground and you know I'm super chill with that alright well thank you all very much for joining us at our table uh, if you like what you're hearing we ask that you could show us some support uh, we have a couple of different ways that you can do that the first way is you could do something as simple as just buying us a coffee you go to ko-fi.com and search for Rolling in the Geek you can do a one time donation there uh, the other way is through our Patreon we are good little warlocks and offer up sacrifices to our patrons depending on the tier that you choose uh, and speaking of sacrifices John this is your weekly sacrifice thank you <laughs> Brad, where can these fine folks get in touch with us? You can subscribe to our newsletter on our website at ritgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things Rolling in the Geek, or you can find us on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter, and if you want to talk to a bunch of rad content creators, podcasters, artists, and all-around cool people, you can join us in the Underground Oracle Discord through the link on our website. 
Thank you very much, Brad. Nick, this week you are the sound artillerist artificer. Ooh. Like a magic sniper, you click away the nasty sounds. You fire your turret and destroy negative emotional sounds. <laughs> Can you please build us something fun to go out on? I was expecting a giggle with the sniffle, but you know, that's fine. I thought he was stifling laughter. No, I was... <laughs> oh. Well then. Sorry. <laughs> it was really funny in my head, but I don't think that it came out the way that I was intending. <laughs> Not all of them could be winners. That's exactly how I feel about these songs, because I'm not feeling too strong about tonight. So, Hootie Hoo from Nick and Harkos, as, um, you know, we're feeling fine in episode 89. Um, shockingly enough. <laughs> um, uh, we'll see if we can kick some Heine in episode 90. Uh, it's <laughs> close enough. I liked it. Uh, this week, like I said, this is a, this is a rather short one. It's 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 a slow one, but it's, I mean it's only like two stanzas. Um, I guess you could say it's a deep poll. Uh, I don't know. Let me let me see here. This song is from 1983. So it's a, it's a little deep. I've not, I don't, I've not done this artist before. So, um, this song popped into my head and I kind of forced a song into it. Uh, we'll see how it goes without further ado parody for episode 89. Here we go. <clears throat> I can't decide on just one kind. I've tried to stop myself so many <laughs> Many times I long for all of them deep at my core. Oh no, I've just ordered some more. I couldn't help myself, they're the best thing in my world. I know I don't need them. I know they've ruined my love life, but they brighten up my day. When it comes to them, I won't think twice. Yes, the phrase I use so much. I love dice. <laughs> That's it. it was nice. was Hello by Lionel Richie. Oh. I'm... So... <laughs> It was the second, like, the second bit there. I didn't catch it in the first one. Then you got to the second one. I was like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that one's hard, to, I, especially because I didn't. I thought about leaving it hello, so, so that could be the catch-all. But I was like, no, I want to change the words. So I made it sound at least a little similar. But I go, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was it was OK. It was this not my best work. I'm not upset about it, though. I laughed really hard. Well, I got fucking tears in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, recording. Stop it. 
Marcos of the HMS Pissarro. Uh, I'm trapped in deep space. <sighs> they got the engines. The ship's in trouble. Uh, I don't even know where I am. I don't even know if anyone's gonna hear this. Captain Harkos, I'm picking up the ship incoming. Well, can you hail him? Can you get him over here, please? No. It appears that communications are offline. But it does appear that the ship is the HMS Angel. Oh, Trevor. It fucking figures. Just signal him somehow, please. We're running out of air. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.